0: Today, I probably put out the most vulnerable video that I've ever shared of myself on the internet. And today, I'm also putting out this podcast episode in the pursuit of pivoting a little here. And I wouldn't necessarily say it's a full-on pivot, really. It's just me getting more specific in what I do here, what I am meant to do here on this planet. And speaking in a language that most people either have heard of or understand. And... It's the topic of mental health. Earlier in the month of December of 2022, so last month, on December 13th, I found out really heart-wrenching news that completely blew me out of the water and ever since this news i have i have literally felt so much of the weight that the world carries when it comes to mental health and mental well-being just overall well-being really but When it comes down to it, we understand it in the terms of mental health. And if you don't already know, Stephen Boss, also known as Twitch, committed suicide. And this was a man who was so full of life and joy and if you don't really know who he was he was a DJ on Ellen DeGeneres' talk show for years he was a contestant on So You Think You Can Dance and this was a man who whose energy whose light and love was really really potent and you can feel it emulating from the screen and I actually had the honor and privilege of sitting in as an audience member at the Ellen DeGeneres show one year and he was on it and I'll just never forget how he made the crowd smile, dance, laugh, sing, like just be in pure and utter joy and when i found out that he killed himself my world seriously stopped and i might not have known that person personally but that is not the point. And that is not what matters. What matters is that we are all human beings. And there is not one person on this earth who is exempt from some sort of a mental health struggle. So when this happens, and I heard about this, I literally... Well, for one, I fucking grieved the man. I honored him. And oh, yes, I cried for him. And then as that was happening, I started to feel the literal weight of the world. I started to feel a literal visceral feeling throughout my entire body that felt the suffering in the world. why again because we are all human therefore we are all one and I have gone through many many struggles of my own and I have been in the personal development industry for quite some time like six years now and I have been doing my own personal inner work and learning all the tools and all the skills and knowledge to help better my quality of life but no one is perfect right and we are all just trying to figure out figure it out you can have all the tools and training and knowledge and experience in the world But we're all going to somehow, to some degree, have some sort of struggle. We're gonna go through things. We're gonna experience trauma. And yes, that is a very, very real thing. And it is not talked about enough. Every single person on this earth, to some degree, has some sort of trauma whether it's big T or little t, big T referring to a big event that happens, a a big, a big ouch moment in in time, moment in time, whether it was a car crash or a, or, you know, a, a death of a loved one or a, any sort of abuse, anything of this nature, and little t trauma, as in, the way you were met or unmet growing up in your life by anyone this could be by friends parents uh, teachers and then also how you consumed information so on the news on on television on commercials on meet on social media We all experience some sort of trauma to a degree, something or someone that tells us, that gives us the message, whether directly or indirectly, that we are not good enough, that we are not worthy, that we should be farther in life, that all all the things that create shame within an individual. We all carry shame. And because we all carry shame, we all carry some sort of trauma. And I hold so much compassion. I, ho- I-, I hold so much compassion for me. Therefore, I am able to hold so much compassion for you and the rest of the world that struggles with something It doesn't matter. It does not matter what it is. No trauma is greater than the other. I see you. I have compassion for you. You are loved. You are cared for. You are cared about. And I see and I love and I hear that poor man who was known as Twitch. and i do want to refer back to that particular scenario because again if if you've seen this man on tv if you know anything about him you would know that he was such an apparent light in the world it was so apparent and this just proves to show that it that it it doesn't matter how happy you look on the outside or 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 what your material items look like your car your house your any external thing your fame your recognition that does not exempt you from going through something as a human being that does not exempt you from struggles So, whether you are a celebrity or your local garbage man, we're all the same and we all need to check in on each other. And that's really the big epidemic in the mental health crisis is that people don't check in on each other enough. And you can probably tell behind my voice that I'm getting. That I'm really not not getting I'm there. I am really fired up about this because Twitch's Twitch's death ignited something within me. I've already been doing the personal development work for years. Like I said, I just became a certified trauma-informed life coach. And I'm understanding how much the mental health community needs more voices, not only more voices, but voices that are actually doing something different. And I believe that I have something so impactful to contribute to the mental health community. In what I've learned, in what I've experienced, and what I've even seen time and time again in my friend's My, myself, first and foremost, myself, my friends, my colleagues, and even the mentors that I study under, I see it time and time again, that a big part of the mental health crisis is contributed to two big things. One of them being that we are so disconnected from our emotional bodies as a society we are so disencouraged to feel fully our emotional experience our perfectly normal human emotional experience emotions have been taught and looked at as bad or wrong or uncomfortable or not allowed And if you've received that message at any point in your life, this is a process of deeply unlearning things that do not serve your highest good. Because you are an emotional being. Therefore, you are going to feel things. What makes that wrong or bad? that is the programming and the shame and the polarity that society has put on us as system to believe that there is something wrong or bad with us which means we have to invest more in 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 things that don't serve us and things that they convince us will make us happy right like more money and and more success and more no none of as you can see from Twitch's experience, none of that shit matters. None of that shit matters. It's about treating people with dignity, respect, and really seeing them for who they are and what they're going through without any, without any conditions, without trying to change or fix anything. So being greatly disconnected to our emotional bodies has very much been a disservice to us as, as, as society, as human beings, for our mental well-being. Because when we have a clearer, healthier nervous system, we are then able to have a clearer, healthier mindset. Biologically, that is just the way it works. But most people don't see that. Most people don't know that information because, oh, change your mind, change your life. It's all about mindset, mind over matter. No, it's not. No, it is not. You cannot change the mind on a mind level. You have to go into the body. You have to go into your feelings. You have to release that stuck trapped energy that is within you so that you can think clearly so that you can make more confident empowered decisions in your life it's a bottom-up approach and we have been conditioned time and time again to believe otherwise to believe opposite but look where that's only ever gotten us I looked at the statistics, and as of 2022, there has been over 700,000 people who have committed suicide per year. That's almost a million people. What we're doing quote-unquote wrong is not doing the inner work for ourselves, not getting to understand ourselves, when we can stop looking for approval and validation from other people, and we can start learning more about ourselves and how we feel and and why we feel the way we do and what we experience and, and validating our emotions, we're then able to come from an empowered place of, oh yeah, this really makes sense that I'm feeling this way. This really makes sense that, that I am so affected by this trauma. Like, I don't have to feel shameful for this. It makes sense. It makes sense that I experienced a chaotic family and now I have anxiety every single day of my life oh, yeah, okay, that would make sense. That's why, like, I'm really starting to believe that time alone doesn't heal. Time and your inner work, your willingness to do your own inner work, is what heals. Because when we can have deep, unconditional compassion for ourselves we can then have that deep, unconditional compassion for others who are suffering. And this is why people, people who are suffering so much, are suffering so much to the point where they feel like they have to end their pain by ending their lives, because they simply do not feel seen and heard by another. And it's, it's it's one of those things where it's like, "Well, why is that?" You know, this this person, you know, had a loving wife and kids and like how how are they not able to make him feel seen and heard? Well, maybe they did. And I am not I am not putting any fault on any family whatsoever, not even my own. What I'm saying is that You can't meet someone emotionally where you've never met yourself emotionally. You can only meet someone at the capacity at which you've deeply met yourself. And when someone is approached by someone who has done that inner work, it changes things. It shifts things dramatically why because then you're really met with real compassion because the other person has met themselves with just that and in that space in that energy a person who, can, who is struggling who is in a fight or flight nervous system response can actually feel safe, can actually feel safe enough to just cry and be in that messiness without needing to explain themselves. See, that's the other thing thing too, is we live in such a do, 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 gotta fix, 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 gotta achieve, achieve, achieve type of world. And we treat people the same way. We treat people like there's always something that we need to do to them or there's something that we always need to say to them. What if we just literally held a loving witness on someone with our eyes, with our breath, with a gentle touch? Because believe it, or not most times that is more than enough and sometimes you will have to engage with a person like that over and over and over again until they can just feel an overwhelming sense of love and safety of like okay this person's got me They're not trying to fix me. They're not trying to fill in any empty space with words. They're just being with me in my pain. And that's all anyone ever wants. And of course, like I said, I did not know this man personally, and and even if I did, I could never truly understand what he was going through. So I can't I can't speak to his experience. But what I can say and that I said before, I see time and time again is that the number one thing that really helps people heal and get through to the other side is feeling safe in someone else's presence, in someone else's energy. People feel safe by just having a loving witness on them. Nothing more. Nothing less. And that leads me to my second. My second belief of this mental health crisis is that I believe that Well, one, like I said, so much of it is contributed to being so disconnected from our bodies. And another is what I'm talking about right now is being around supportive community. If you could even have just one, just one person who really sees you and validates you, Like, truly, when I say validates you and your experience, I mean, these are not people who are saying, oh, you shouldn't feel this way. You should be over this by now. Stop crying. Don't cry. Oh, this is so frustrating. You're so sensitive. Number one, that is not a compassionate person. That is not a compassionate person for your pain and what you need in that moment. Number two... That is not going to create safety. And that is not someone who validates you. Someone who validates you will usually say these words. I see you. Yeah, I really hear you. That makes a lot of sense that you feel this way. Your feelings are valid. I'm here with you. Right? You see, and these are very, very short phrases, but they're powerful. Why? Because again, all a person really needs is a safe space to be in. A space. I have cried so much in December and even at the beginning of this year, honestly. Because I'm not only feeling the pain of the world and grieving for the people who felt like they never had a chance, that they didn't feel like they had the strength in them to go on, but I'm also grieving for, you know, My pain, too. And, you know, my emotional trauma and the things I have experienced in my life over time or recently. You know, I... Guys, I did not become a life coach for no reason. (laughs) I did not invest thousands and thousands of dollars on my own and spent countless hours for almost a year to become a coach for no reason. I didn't wake up one day and was like, oh, you know what? I'm seeing a lot of coaches online that seem to make a lot of lucrative money. Like that seems like a really awesome profession to be in. I think I'm going to do that. No. And, 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 and if you ever get the vibe that there's a coach out there who's like that, run away real fast. I'm in this profession because I've been there over and over because I do my own inner work and because I've found my way out to the other side time and time again. And with this personal experience, I am able to hold that safe space for people and, and and give so much empathy and compassion back in return, which again, is all anyone and everyone ever really needs and wants. Because I get it. I get it. And... I will do everything I can to make one less person suffer because it does not need to be that way. There are people who care about you, there are people who love you without conditions. And you know what I've found within my journey, and I really, really hope this helps and I really hope this lands in some way. But what I've really found in my journey is that when I became that safe space for myself, and that and had compassion for my excel, uh, for, for myself and my personal experiences, I was then able to attract people who moved through the world the same way. That's why it's called relationships, because we are relating to each other from where we are currently at. So when I was able to be a safe space for myself, I then attracted naturally. It's, it's beautiful. It is a beautiful... The law of attraction and manifestation is truly such a beautiful thing because I now have the most loving, safest, nurturing relationships of my life. Why? Because I became that for myself. If you are struggling in any capacity, like I said, no pain, no trauma is greater than the other. If you are struggling in any capacity, number one you are not alone and number two you deserve to have support that is your birthright to be supported that's your birthright hear that clearly okay is your birthright to be loved and cared for and supported Period. I spent my New Year's Eve watching an incredible documentary on mental health. I actually found it that night, I believe, on a a whim. I was watching other mental health-related documentaries before that, and it led me to this one. And it's called The Me You Can't See. Number one, that's such a beautiful title. And it's produced by Oprah Winfrey and Prince Harry. It is such a potent, powerful, clearly messaged docu- It's a docu-series, actually. It's a docu-series that brings on People from all walks of life talking about sh- and sharing their struggles with mental health. It is such a validating show. And I highly, 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 highly recommend you watch it. I highly recommend you watch it and educate yourself. Educate yourself more on this crisis that is very very real and that's why when i say i'm technically pivoting here again not really a pivot just getting more specific is because i'm really i'm really making my mission and my message and my medicine more about mental health because again that is the language people understand the difference and the flair that I'm bringing to the space is that, again, I truly believe that we, when we are connected to our emotional bodies, we can then have healthier minds. And so as a trauma-informed and somatic coach, that is what I'm bringing to this community. I am bringing this incredible practice of somatics and believing in a world that when we deeply love ourselves from the bottom up, when we can love ourselves first from our bodies, we can then love our minds. And it th- and from that place, it's easier to love each other. So I am definitely still in a process, right? I'm feeling all this energy. I mean, this is a, this is a, this is a message. And this is an episode of conviction. And you know what? I hope you feel that. I really, really hope you feel that because there, I can't, I can't tiptoe around this topic. You know what I mean? Like there is no other way for me to talk about this at this point than to Speak with conviction, speak with emotion and power because I'm understanding more and more as I go through my own personal development journey, as I, you know, as I'm coming out of graduating as a certified coach, as I continue to do my own work every single day, I am seeing the severity of mental health in the world. And I cannot continue to see these numbers increase every single year. And I hope you feel the same. I hope you can really see where I'm coming from and find it somewhere in here in this episode. the Your own medicine that you needed to hear. But please know, like, you can make a difference in someone else's life, uh, life, whether it's yours and or another person. And if you know anyone who is struggling, if you know anyone that needs help, refer them out. There are so many people out there, okay? It's not just coaches. But there's me, there's therapists, there's communities of people, whether it's, you know, whatever you're going through addiction groups grieving groups whatever whatever that is it's time for us to destigmatize this conversation and come into the fact that mental health is real and it is just as important if not more important than your physical health really like when you can get your mind straight then you can get your physical health straight. And actually I look at it as a three-part process. You know, I'm going to go straight back to the body. When we can get our nervous systems healthy, we can then get our mindset healthy and then our physical health. We have to stop thinking only about the small-minded approach, no pun intended whatsoever, about only looking at the mind. We are so much more than our minds and we need to start thinking outside the box and thinking about how our subconscious alone is held inside our body, is in our tissues and our cells. We're 96% a body. The more we ignore it, the more we are progressing rates of anxiety, depression, and even so much as suicide. And it does not have to be this way. You have a right, you have a birthright to ask for help. In this day and age, it is not a weakness to ask for help. If anything, it is a strength. And I hope you can start to see this more and more and more, that even if your life looks incredible or, you, or people think you seem happy on the inside... There's always something, there's, as a human being, there is always something that we can keep working and improving on to have the best quality of life possible. The question is, are you going to make that choice? Are you going to make that choice to take care of yourself? Because that path lies in your power. It lies within your choice. And that's the message I had to get out today. This was not scripted. This was not even really prepared. This was a process of the mental health community needs my voice and I gotta start somewhere. I gotta start talking. And so here I am. So please, again, I highly recommend you check out the Me You Can't See documentary. It's on Apple TV. And actually how I found it was first watching another documentary called My Mind and Me. And that one is by Selena Gomez. And that's how I found the other documentary. But I just really encourage you to educate yourself. To open yourself up to possibilities, to new ways of healing and relating, relating to other people and yourself, and just know that there is hope and that you are not alone, and that I am always here to support you if you need it. It is truly the bravest thing you will ever do in your lifetime is going on a journey of falling back in love with yourself deeply. The bravest thing you will ever do in your lifetime is going on a journey into deep self-love and respect. I hope you give yourself that chance because you are extremely worth it.